welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. Speaking right now into this microphone, I am Amy. And then sitting right next to me, not speaking into a microphone, but drinking some tea, is Caleb. Mmm, this tea is good. <laughs> what kind of tea do you have? I have some kava tea mm-hmm. right now, and it's just exactly what my throat and body needs. Oh. And mind. Okay. Everything is great. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. For this podcast. You have to be drinking tea when you do podcast, right? You have to be drinking something. You have to be drinking something. If you do it later in the day, it has to be alcohol, preferably. I mean, I almost feel like we're at that time. We are, but I wanted, I wanted to yeah. Well, I wanted to get some tea in. So yeah, we haven't we're had getting tea some today. tea in. So cheers to this episode. Cheers, episode number eight between you and me. Yeah, which is crazy. I thought we were uh, approaching quickly approaching episode ten, which mm-hmm. is like, and we are. This is episode eight. Still a few more, a few more eps to go. Yeah, I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but should we do something? <coughs> Well, we can cross that bridge when we get there in okay. two episodes. I just see the bridge. Let's get, no, let's get through this episode first. Okay. Because it's going to be a trudge. <laughs> oh, is it? Yes, I just know it. I have a feeling um, if you're listening to this, you're in for a long one. You're in for a doozy. I'm just kidding. Okay, I have no, no, one listen, no one listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in with us, though. We are recording yet again in Twin Lakes, Colorado. I definitely think we recorded our last one here. That was just you and me as So well. have we been anywhere since then? Yes, we have, actually. We've, we've just done, like, the same thing we did <laughs> when recording the previous episode. Kind of, kind of. We did go back um, to Moab for about a week and a half. But this time felt different. Every, I mean, that's the thing with van life. It's like we've stayed in some of the same cities or even, like, the exact same spots multiple times. But each experience stands out because it was just so different. Well, even now, like we're still staying in Twin Lakes, which I think last podcast asked how many podcasts has have we mm-hmm. recorded here. Add another one to the tally now. Yeah. But we're still staying in in places here amongst the BLM land that we've never stayed before. Yes. And also, there is no one here. No. There's been no one here this um this entire stint the like, last few days. So last gotten... night was a Friday night. Yeah. And there was. No one within sight of where we were staying, yeah. which in the past, like one, even just a month ago, it would have been completely full. Like Friday nights here were insane. People were cramming in on Friday nights. Yeah. yeah. But now just the weather's dropped and it's even a little cold for van life for us, I think. I don't know. I think this is my threshold. Yeah. Like it's a good threshold. It's not. So it's getting down into like the low 30s, which honestly, before van life, if you had told me that I've been like, no, that's too cold. But... It's actually not too bad in the van. Now, tent would be a different story. But in the van, we have our heater. We've got insulation to just, like, totally block off this whole van, turn the heater on, make it like a toaster, and then (laughs) turn it off when we go to sleep. So, like, we get to go to sleep warm. And then Caleb so graciously gets up early in the morning and turns (laughs) on the heater and then gets back in bed so that when we get out of bed in the morning, it's warm again. Yeah. But, yeah, it actually hasn't been too cold in the mornings, even with that. But yeah. we've kind of figured out a little system to kind of keep the heat in when we're mm-hmm. ready to go to sleep. And then, uh, like, yeah, we don't have to run the heater all night. And then I'll wake up between, like, 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. Um, and, like, crank it back on and get back in bed for when we wake up. So it's, like, really nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is my threshold. Yeah. Um, the I mean, kind of the thing i guess i'm it's the way that it's affecting me the most the colder weather 
and mostly with this spot here, it's wind. Like during the day, it actually isn't that cold, but the wind makes it very cold. The so wind I've... is 24 7. <laughs> it is just a windy place. <laughs> so I feel like that's making me miss out on like being outside the van. Like I feel like when we're parked in spots, we spend a lot of time outside of the van. Like I will usually work out there or we'll be on the roof or like I bet it's the wind chill is too bad right now that I feel like my only spot to hang out is in the van. Yeah, I felt that even coming, knowing when we were leaving Moab and coming to Colorado mm -hmm. this time and like kind of knowing what the weather would be. And yeah, it wasn't too bad. We we're definitely, we can do it and make it. But the wind is keeping us in the van more. And it's like, wow, we just might get some really good van time hmm. here, yeah. which is a different kind of aspect of van life. Yeah, because basically we, we don't really live in the van. What we, we do, outside. we live outside. That's yeah. what and that's I, why everyone who sees yes. us, who we haven't seen in months, they're always like, oh my God, you guys look so tan. I'm like... We live outside. Yes. We, like, literally said that in sync the other day. Pretty much everything we do is outside. Eating. I mean, Caleb works in the van, but I'll work outside. But we eat outside. We do yoga outside. We work out. I mean, we're always outside. Mm -hmm. Except yeah, for right now because it's we super only, windy. Yeah, yeah, because it's just windy and the wind is cold enough and windy enough to force us in the van. Yeah. So, before we were here, we were in Moab, which was not windy. It was just gorgeously warm i don't really know how else how to word it like gorgeously warm it was perfect during the day and then at nights we started a new thing in moab which i loved was sleeping with the back doors open because the nights were just once again like perfect they were perfect they were like the perfect weather and pulling those doors open and just like having a constant stream of fresh air in and just like seeing the stars right out the window like it was yeah, and then we had parked with our back windows facing east, like mm -hmm. directly. So literally, the sun was rising, just in the middle of us. I felt like yeah, 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 uh, yeah. between our windows mm -hmm. every morning, and we would just like wake up to that warmth immediately and that light because the doors were open, and it felt really nice, kind of sliding into the day that way. Yeah, and then we'd make some bevies and like sit up and read in bed mm -hmm. um, with the doors open. With the doors yeah. open as the sun like rose that's kind of been i feel like that's that was a new thing that we really took advantage of van life in moab was having those back doors open the whole time and just yeah it gives it a different vibe like you feel like you're outside but you're inside so if it does get windy which is sometimes what a little bit in moab you wouldn't feel it and it was really nice yeah, even if we're in the van during times, we've always had at least the back doors open or the side door open mm -hmm. even a lot. The side door almost stays open constantly yeah. if the weather is decent. But, yeah, it's too windy right now. We have all the doors <laughs> closed. We have our overhead fans closed. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're locked down because it's so windy right now. But, yeah, we I think we really took advantage of Moab's prime season of weather. Um, and it felt like prime season. It was packed. Packed. But also we were here this time last year. You mentioned that. And it yeah. wasn't... A, it was a fraction of as busy uh, at this time last year than it was this time. It was like, yeah, I, mean, I said like a Lannister army camp. Yeah. Is what it, the yeah. road we were looking down, you would just like look out and there was just lights scattered for miles. It felt or like it almost, people or just staying all over the land. It looked like Bonnaroo, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but it makes sense because right now is the prime time for Mo, but it was like that every night of the week. It didn't matter if it was a Monday, a Wednesday, or a Saturday. Mm. Like, every night looked packed, which was kind of crazy. But I really think right now with COVID and us being in a pandemic, like, going out and camping or doing something outdoors is really what people are going to now, trying to be safe. 
So I totally understand to why it was overcrowded and so packed because I do love the idea of people seeing being outdoors now as more of a thing to do mm. because they're trying to be safe. Well, and like no one's flying, so everyone's buying up campers mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. moving in the vans. Who would ever do that? Who would they move into <laughs> a van idea. right now? Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, weather was awesome in, in Moab. <laughs> And now at this point, we have been in the van for about three and a half months. Remember when we were counting the days? We'd be like, today's day 21 or today's day yeah, three. Yeah, we did do that for a while. And then we're also like, and now it's a phase one and a phase two. And we're in the phase now three already. Now it's Now it's just. It's kind of like when you have a baby, you know, and you're like, oh, this is four. He's four days old. And then later you're like, oh, she's two months. Oh, now she's 18 months. Uh-huh. That's how we're doing van life now. That's how we're doing yes. it. We're, we're, we're at months now. <laughs> we're at months in, now, yeah. And once it's so over long. a year, we're not going to say one year. We're just going to say like 14 months. I feel like I just kind of almost stopped keeping track. I don't even know what month it is. Yeah, we're just looking at week to week and <laughs> what days, hour hour. what happens next over the next like five days. Mm-hmm. Even though like then we're not looking seven days out. It's like five days. Yeah. And it's like what's happening over the next five days that we need to do to plan for mm-hmm. and where to be. And then we work five days out. And mm-hmm. it keeps going. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's not months or years anymore. It's just five days at the most. Who knows? Yeah. But three and a half months in, and I know that because someone actually just asked me today um, how long we've been in the van. And I did have to, like, sit and count on my fingers and think about it. But three and a half. We're at the laundromat? Yes. Laundromat. Nice. We yeah. have to do uh, laundry at a laundromat we've never done before. <laughs> It's the exciting news on our Saturday. <laughs> that was like, well, it was supposed to be an easy little run in the town to do some laundry and take a shower at the spot we've been doing in Buena Vista. We get there, though, and it's just closed this week. So mm-hmm. now we got to find another one. Uh, and they no, didn't have showers. They didn't have showers, and then we didn't have enough cash, and then we had to go find the ATM. <laughs> but everything's closed right now, yeah. and it didn't work. So, yeah, that was our little adventure for the day. Yeah. So that's a little something... harder than just walking to a laundry room and yeah. doing laundry. That's, yeah, that's like, I feel like a key and prime example of small adaptations to make in van life. Like on the fly, just yeah. out of nowhere. It's like, oh shit, okay, uh, audible. Like, like we right expected away. that to take like, maybe an hour and a half, max. <laughs> we were in town from like... And we were in town for maybe the four, four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it ended up being a little bit. But we got all, all the laundry done and you got to figure out how long we've been in the van till now. Three and a half months. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we were coming to, right? Yes, that's what I was, yes, that's what I was circling around. So <laughs> there was benefits. There's, uh, you know, hidden opportunities we made the most of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for us. So three and a half months in, I want to do like some self-reflecting here. I feel like we can do this just every episode. We'll I know. Like three and a half months and one more week in. Yes. Let's do some self-reflecting and it'll be completely different. Well, we haven't done self-reflecting, I think, on van life recently. No. The last episode we did together, we did like life reflecting. Oh yeah, know? we did. Like what so got this us is here? Van life reflecting. So, to give it a more specific direction, in the last three and a half months, like right now at this point, what do you feel like has grown the most in you, or how do you feel like you have grown the most? In the last three and a half months. Mm-hmm. Just like today, what stands out. <laughs> Hmm. These are being answered in real time. Caleb did not know this question was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
not a hard one. It's just an answer with many facets. Okay. I think. Let's but, explore I mean, some facets. We, I think we've every single podcast we talk about how much stuff we're learning. Mm-hmm. I feel like this question has naturally answered itself if we were to go back and listen to the previous seven episodes. But like, is there a personal growth you've noticed in yourself that? Um, not like a monumental like peak of one that I can put a word to. Mm-hmm. Um, even just thinking about it on the spot, I don't know if I would have thought of one not on the spot. I mm-hmm. feel like all aspects of me have grown. It almost feel it reminds me of Skyrim, which I'm playing now. <laughs> you but okay. What? What? Yeah. How is this relevant? <laughs> you were just dying to bring that in. I was dying to bring it in. But <laughs> it, whoever out there, listener number four, you've played Skyrim before, so I know you know. But this is, it's like the skill tree. You have all these different skills. Um, mm-hmm. You have like warrior skills, thief skills, mage magic skills. Yeah, magic skills. And you can like upgrade those by using those powers more in the game. And uh, I try to go with a very well-balanced approach and spread out my usage of the skills so they all grow. They all like progress together. And I kind of feel like that's what band life has been for me. I've been just, I want every little aspect of me to, to grow. It's been, it's been like a full, let's start at ground zero and every part of you grows. So what? Okay. So everything. Okay. okay. <laughs> the most cliche cop out answer ever. What well, has like, grown? Everything. You bring up skills. So like what skills do you think are serving you right now? Maybe it's a skill. But is there a skill you already had that you feel like is really serving you right now? Um, okay. Here's one. Uh, a skill. I, th- I just think um, I kind of feel I've always felt like a little um, – like Leatherman in terms of creativity, like I can, in terms of like avenues it comes out, like a multi-tool. Yes. Like <laughs> there's multi-facets of your creativity. I've never just been Many like outlets. creative in one outlet. There's lots and of outlets. And I feel like yeah. van life has just taken that, those <laughs> seeds, and now it's a garden. So yeah. there's some growth for you, like in every outlet possible. And I know we've mentioned this before, but like from music to writing to just everything, not just like photo video mm-hmm. which was typically kind of my outlet mm-hmm. um so that i think that is just this life has catered to that just just like cultivates creativity it's like every moment is you're very present because um, you're figuring out like what to do next and i think it's just kept me inspired it's kept me on my toes it's kept like giving me a lot of adrenaline motivation inspiration so has being in nature and i think yeah creativity create creatively i feel like as kind of an artist person or an, a person as an artist. An artist human. <laughs> in the last three and a half months, man, I feel very honed in and in tune with, like, what I'm creating, what I'm writing, and, and then also very in tune with hearing how it wants to uh, come out and be produced. Like, yeah. I think that's really cool. Kind of like you said, just having more than one creative outlet. Because I think sometimes something that can cause a creative block is like putting yourself in a box mm-hmm. and like, yeah, if you box yourself and just say, Oh, I'm just a photo video person. That's my creative outlet. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you put yourself in that box, then of course you're going to like have some sort of burnout or have some sort of plateau or block that you can't get past because you still have all this creative energy in you. But if you try to channel it just through that one Avenue, some of those pieces don't fit down that road they don't Mm -hmm. fit down that avenue but they might fit down the music or the writing or the drawing or the xyz i mean endless i have a i have an idea for a movie that i started i want to start a script on (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
like ideas are flowing at a rate that I've never felt them flow before. So I think that's been, I don't know if it's growth or it's been, I've been able to like tear down the dam and let the river mm. flow where it was just trickling at parts. Um, what do you think was, life. what do you think was your metaphorical dam? Uh, I don't know. Maybe dam was a bad word because I don't feel like anything was stopping me. It's just almost like. Maybe like a stone. It's just almost like, you know, I was reading this morning in, in Inner Engineering. <laughs> Gotta throw that book by out. By Sadhguru. Yeah, by Sadhguru. Go read the book. And he talks about how just a guru is a dispeller of darkness. And I always feel that he's just like, you know, there's like, oh, maybe already you're in a room, but, and the majority of it's lit, but there's corners of it that are dark. And he's like throwing light over there or putting light over there. I kind of got lost in this thought. <laughs> no, you were reading that this morning. I did. Yeah. But I don't know how that was going to connect. Damn I mean, it. maybe do you feel like you're putting, well, you said you didn't feel like anything was blocking your creativity. Yes. So do you think maybe you're just able just, to shine light in yes, this dark Yes, it feels like now? it's more just like I'm seeing avenues that yeah. I just didn't know were there. They've always been there. So yeah. nothing was blocked, but now there's like light on it. And it's like, yes. you couldn't oh, see it. It too I couldn't see it. And now mm-hmm. I know how to pursue it. Thank mm-hmm. you for bringing my brain back around. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Sometimes you just got to work back to it. Yeah. What about in the dogs? In the dogs? Like what? Have you seen any growth in them in the last three and a half months? From this new lifestyle change. They've definitely grown in how they, like, ride in the car. Yes. For you. That took some figuring out. Yes. Always stuff to keep on figuring out. That's yeah. still three and a half months in. Van life is still daily. We're figuring stuff out. We're like, should we get this for the van? Should we try this out? Should we, like, we're buying new stuff. We're getting rid of stuff. It's just. Well, I do feel like we get asked a lot how the dogs like van life, how they enjoy it. And honestly, I think the only struggle they had in transitioning was riding in the van. They both have always been really good in cars. None of them had any issue riding in cars. But the van's different. It is loud. <laughs> and I think that's what threw them off is it's so loud. It kind of does kind of feel like everything might just fall. Yeah, everything shakes. Mm-hmm. And we thought the best thing for them would be to, like, like we can lock them back with the sliding door, lock yeah. them out of the cabin's um, cabin. Out of the driver's cabin. <laughs> out of the driver's cabin. The captain's cabin. Captain's cabin, okay. Yeah, the captain's cabin. And so okay, that we can, so they're not annoying us when they drive. And we thought that'd be best, but it was actually, they were way more annoying trying to keep them back there because yeah. they would freak out. Yeah. And then finally we just let them, we opened it. Yeah, we opened it. And so Jet got to lay in between our seats and Kona finally realized he can just jump in our bed. He could have done that the whole time. But. Yeah. So now they're just like the chillest travel dogs. Mm-hmm. They both just sleep in the front and the back of the van. Kona's mm-hmm. way in the back. We'll look back there and he's so damn cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and little Karki's cute too. Uh, yeah, he's it's nice traveling because he's just silent, which mm-hmm. is that's rare. About, that's all it takes. But yes, I definitely think that's an area, like a logistical area, that they've grown in. Mm. And I, I feel like I don't, I don't know how to like describe how I know this. I think it's just a sense, a feel. They just seem more adaptable. Because every time we open our sliding door, they don't know where we are. We could be at the base of a mountain. We could be on a beach. We could be in the heart of Denver. They have no yeah, idea. could be in a city, could be in a desert, <laughs> could be. And yeah, I don't know. They haven't like shown me or like there's anything I can say that they've done that has shown me that they are just be very adaptable now, but like I can just feel it. Like it yeah. just seems like they know now the van is home. We are home, obviously. Mm-hmm. And as long as one or two of those things are there, like they'll go have fun wherever we are. <laughs> yeah. 
They don't seem too anxious or antsy about anything. No. And they've got not prehand because yeah. they can't anticipate it almost. That's true. So they kind of just chill until yeah we open the door and then they're like, what are we about to get excited about? Mm-hmm. No idea what's going to be behind this door. Sometimes it's other animals that they get to be friends with. Kona's yeah. made Kona's made lots of friends on the road. Kona we, made a lot of friends in Moab. Yeah. I will say we don't always give Jet the opportunity to make friends because the beginning part is just kind of hectic sometimes and not worth it on some occasions. <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting better. He's getting better. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's measured on a on a getting better scale it's just mm-hmm. it's just every upper every moment that it happens it's a pass or fail yeah kind of moment okay i hear you lots of f's <laughs> <laughs> all right i've got another one for you well I, do you want to answer these questions if you sure sure oh if i have to ask them yeah okay um well i want to know what do you think you have learned what was it learned the most personal growth <laughs> personal growth. just personal growth period personal growth let's talk about personal growth <sighs> Stay away from my personal growth. Number one. Okay, healthy movie. Personal growth. Number two. Personal growth. Is that one of the interdimensional yeah, it is. cables? It is. Rick and Morty. Go watch it. Go watch Rick and Morty. Go watch it right after you read Inner Engineering. Or just do it together. It's, it's cool. Ooh, wow, what a combo. I know, right? Um, so you thought of this question, but you hadn't thought of an answer No, for I mean, or kind of... I wanted to be able to answer Inquiry. on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want okay, to, like, well, premeditate anything. Well, bam, hit you with the question. I answer it naturally. Um, you know, I feel like I just keep uncovering uncovering things about myself in this lifestyle. The darkness is being dispelled. The, the darkness is... your room, too? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Hey, yeah, retweet. I think in... My personal growth, it's, I think right now the road I'm taking is having the light shown in all these dark corners and learning what to do with that information mm-hmm. or learning what to do with that part of myself. So that requires me to be open and honest with myself. It requires me to not judge myself and to not be shameful but to be kind and give myself self-compassion and then take that information and apply it to moving forward or to growth. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> okay, do I get to ask you another one now? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, hold on, I just lost it. Because <laughs> I got so caught up in trying this to answer like that question. This is like a Q&A. This has become a Q's. The Q's and A's. We need Q here for the Q's and A's. Just for the Q's. Just for the Q's. What has been one of the greatest challenges you have faced? Um, from a personal growth standpoint? <laughs> sure. Or even if not a challenge, you face something you're like actively working on. Everything. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> everything is the answer no, to I'm everything everything is jesus no jesus is the answer to everything no matter um, who's president jesus is still our king i know well dating back recently i know the or like the moab stint i was very intent with like listening mm-hmm. i wanted to listen just to the soul of the world 
the language of the world and it was kind of um i don't know where i didn't even like premeditate on that it was just one of our first days in moab knowing we were about to be here for like three weeks at, or th- out of the next four or something mm-hmm. um i was just like i know we're gonna have all this time in one of the most special places to us and one of the weirdest places on earth <laughs> true where we can just live and breathe and be and explore and just kind of take life as it comes to us as moab presents it to us and for some reason like i just want to listen to this to this energy and whatever happens and like be very open to that and yeah was that a challenge (laughs) it was a challenge it was a challenge knowing yeah I, i don't think i've been listening very well to that aspect of it I just think I've been having to go. Van life takes a lot of just, like, staying prepared mentally for, like, who knows what could happen, but you, like, be prepared to adapt and ad- as yeah, to yeah. what does happen. Ad- adapt and adjust. And um, sometimes, like, I've still loved the time I've spent in nature, but it wasn't in all terms of, like, I was listening to it. I was, I was connecting to it, but mm-hmm. I wanted to just, like, I, yeah, almost I wanted to, like, listen and just, like, learn from Moab. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything. I feel like I've gotten a feel for Colorado enough where – um, just being here where, yeah, I don't know. We can, we can, we can have a conversation, but mm. Moab going in, I'm like, I don't know this. I've like been here in little pockets of time here and there in mm-hmm. space, but now we have a time to just like, I can learn from the desert cause we're about to be living here. And then I was like, after kind of having that, I don't know, mantra for setting that mantra, uh, I wanted to read the alchemist and I started reading the alchemist and I was like, this is perfect. This is all in line. It goes this right is along with this that. This is a great omen. Yeah. I was like, and I hadn't even thought of reading that book either until that point. So, um, I think it was a challenge just to, to be able to listen. What do you think you heard? <laughs> Are you still processing that? I'm still processing that. Yeah. yeah. I heard a lot, but a lot of beautiful things. Yeah. Yeah. Any that you'd like to share? <laughs> no. Nope, not right now. Okay. Sorry. That's got it next episode. Okay. Got to leave Maybe. him hanging. Yeah, what a gotta, cliffhanger. Got to leave him hanging. Learn what the desert taught Caleb. Um, it just taught me a whole lot. Yeah. What did it teach you? What did the desert teach you this time? Hmm. The desert taught me the beauty of, like, the constant process of giving and taking away. I mean, it's, I actually, I really thought about it a lot and have journaled on it a couple of times. Um, the night after we lost Donnie, uh-huh. <laughs> our drone, we lost him to one of the canyons in Moab. And I was like, yeah, I brought up this inner dialogue within me of like this idea of taking away and also giving. Because mm-hmm. it was weird because I felt, I actually like felt sad that he was gone <laughs> on like kind of a personal like a weirdly personal level more than just like oh man the drone was so cool and so fun and we paid a lot of money for it now it's gone he was part of our van team he was it like i don't know it there was more to That's it also than what that. happens when you name every inanimate object you will have more emotions <laughs> like that when they fall when they plunge to their destruction down a canyon but i remember being like, okay this is i want to like what's here like this is not just me being sad about the drone like there's a little bit more here and so, yeah, I kind of set with those feelings. And, yeah, it was just the idea of, like, giving and taking away and just how, like, we like to say, like, the desert took him away or Moab took him. Mm-hmm. Like, the earth does that or nature around you does that, like, with itself and with humans. Yeah. And, and I think you see that in the desert maybe a little more. It's just right there. It's like. Yeah. 
Well, and it's like the desert too, just thinking of it in general is so harsh. Like, you know, it's so low on water. Well, just something, everything needs to survive. So it is like a pretty harsh environment, but it gives you what you need when you need it. Like uh-huh. there are still plants that grow in the desert because they get water when they need it. And that's pretty much it. But like it still provides for them. You know, there yeah. are still provides for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just this idea of giving and taking away and kind of just how the earth does that, nature does it, but also just life in general um, is a constant uh, cycle of either giving and taking away, giving, receiving, loving, and letting something go. Just the constant cycle of that. Yeah. I, I journaled about a lot about that too, the cycle. Uh, mm-hmm. The cycle of giving and taking. Or, yeah. And then also just kind of the life cycle. And I think one thing... Like looking back on our time in Moab, that was just the, like we saw, I think I saw maybe more sunsets and sunrises in mm-hmm. the span of three, three weeks than I ever have, especially like on the same day, seeing the sunrise yeah. and sunset yeah. on the same day. Um, and that was just almost, I feel like now when I think back on this Moab time, it's going to be so many sunrises and sunsets mm-hmm. and sunsets at Dead Horse and sunrises at Arches. And mm-hmm. we've, it was just, yeah. And seeing that like being very in tune with that cycle and i feel like my body's still there now we're like mm-hmm. both of me and you are waking up at like right when the sun should be yeah rising um, just and naturally I think, and i think moab just really got me in tune with that cycle we watched the the colors before the sunrise yeah even, with our windows open still in bed and then like wake up with the sun slowly wake up and rise and read and have coffee and then Every night we'd, we'd like regather to watch the sunset. Maybe mm-hmm. at somewhere special, maybe just on the roof of the van. Mm-hmm. While um, watching the Titans. While watching the Titans. <laughs> and, but there was just like that. It was like a day-to-day cycle. I feel like every day felt like an, an, era, ca- an era kept. Yeah. Like there's by, something like bookended. Yes. And yeah. it was like that day I felt was lived to the fullest. And I like gifted that mm-hmm. to the universe. I really think there is something to be said about, I'm like... This is so simple and so silly because we've known this since we were as young as ever. The sun rises we every day. Babies. <laughs> the sun rises every day and it sets every day. But how? What? No. Yes. Oh my God. That's what happens to no. it. I know you thought someone just turned the light on and off, but no, it's like a process. Truman Show, baby. <laughs> but like, it does. I totally understand and agree with what you're saying. It does add like this beginning and finishing aspect of a day in a way that like not seeing those things happen do yeah. you know like you can say well yeah i wake up and i go to sleep that's my beginning and end but it's different there's just a different feeling different connection with that cycle when you're doing it with the sun well also just so much like marks our day down too like we've started getting up now mm-hmm. earlier with the sun and then when it gets dark like we don't have a whole lot of lights <laughs> so we're not just going to be outside unless we just want to be stargazing which, which we, we also did, did. <laughs> plenty yeah. of them too yeah oh man just yeah lots of just being in the space in, in moab yeah. which is funny everyone else there was there the mountain bike like times 1000 mm-hmm. the hardest core mountain bikers everywhere like you'd see cars with like four or five mountain bikes yeah. stacked on them and just yeah. crews yeah. of bikers and people yeah that guy was like Are, do you guys bike or anything we're mm-hmm. like no we're just kind of living in moab yeah yeah we're just like being a part of the nature exploring um seeing what moab gives and what it takes and i and i've been thinking about this too i feel like we were in the process of like being open to that um i think moab gave us the opportunity to meet up and make a lot of friends and like Mm -hmm. and see a lot of people which Mm -hmm. has not been a huge part of van life no we talked about how we got to host our friends that one Mm -hmm. time and then since then like 
our last week and a half in Moab, there's we got to see three different kind of groups of mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. <laughs> over yeah. a few nights. Um, so way seeing way more people than not like a lot of people, mm-hmm. but seeing a lot more people than we have been. Yes, yes. And I, and I feel like Moab like gave that to gave us. that opportunity mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, and it was just like you're in Moab. Here's some people are in Moab. Here's some people in Moab. Here's some people in Moab. Mm-hmm. I'm like I had no idea I was going to be seeing all these people and yeah. doing all these things with these people um, before even going into this. And I just really. Now that I'm just like reflecting on all this, yes, I I'm loving this idea of living in the cycle, the same cycle as the Earth, mm-hmm. living the same cycle as the Sun, and like I would, you say Moab gave the opportunity for us to like see a lot of people. I think Moab gave gave me that, or gave us that like experience again of mm-hmm. like living in cycle with the Sun, and like mm-hmm. really feeling connected to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, this is kind of just flowing out of my mouth right now, but that <laughs> that's kind of what's like striking me right now and hitting me right now. So what I said? Yeah. <laughs> to retweet that. Yeah, retweet. Like, I feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt very strongly. And yeah, yeah once I, I just finished up a journal in Moab, I mean, Moab had, man, even like closing Moab, it was so good. It's just like I finished up a journal and then a good bookend, you know? Yeah. That's but not. I know I want to go back and reread the journal, and I know when I'm reading through that Moab phase because I, th- I we journal a lot. Yeah, I was thinking about this too. Remember that episode where we talked about things we wanted to like start? Mm-hmm. Like Moab held a lot of that space that mm-hmm. we did it. We would read something every day, ride something every day, yoga every day, work out every day. Get out with, with get up with the sun. Get up with the sun. Yeah, yeah, wake up with the sunrise. Yeah. All of those things I felt like was were were coming to fruition. Yeah, it's really cool. I think as writing, I think as writing that out, like we weren't intentionally waking up with it. We weren't setting alarms to wake up. No. But like I feel like as writing out, like literally put it out there in the universe, and I really feel like our hearts were behind it, so it actually manifested yeah. just naturally. Yeah, and then even yeah. We just saw it, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. you agree. Yep, yep. I, Toads, Malotes, agree, dog. <laughs> Very cool. <sighs> yeah, I feel like I had something else, but I lost it. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe <laughs> Moab took it away. Maybe that's something Maybe Moab, Moab took. Maybe Moab took it. But... Was there anything else that stand- stood out that Moab took? Um, I mean, it, apparently it took some of our wires in our car, <laughs> or the mouse did that one night. Did we ever talk about the mouse I got in the van? I don't think so. We had so. a mouse in the van rummaging around one night when we were camping on the canyon, and it uh, turns out he did more than just try to get into the food. He might have chewed through some wires, which we are now without. Uh, turn signals, wiper blades, hazards... So we've been using the old-fashioned hand signals hold out the window. Old-fashioned hand hold, signals. Old-fashioned. The old-fashioned hand signals. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing those back. Bend the elbow. Elbow. <laughs> elbow. If you want to turn right, keep it straight. If you want to go left. That's it. So you gotta know. Thought you knew. I thought you knew. But yeah, we didn't talk about the mouse. But yeah, that was. So yeah, I guess that could. That was the takeaway. That was the takeaway because now we're gonna have to figure out how to get that fixed <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it has altered our lives probably also financially by the time it's all said yeah. and done thank you mouse in a way that wasn't anticipated but that's just 2020 also mice just love to follow us because they know we're not going to kill them i think yeah, they know way too nice to i mice. know we are <laughs> we're like the nicest micest people <laughs> anything else take away 
That Moab took away. That Moab took away. Um, it took away some of Jet's insides. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It took away Cole, his ball, his favorite ball that <gasps> oh, we've had for years. that's true. It um, did. He finally lost it, which I don't know how it happened. hadn't happened before no. in van life. I mean, we play with it, or we have been playing with it frequently at the spots we've been going and, and we just con- throw it super far and he always finds it but that always finds it sometimes <laughs> he loses sight of it he is getting old and he'll slow down or he'll take it into the bushes and then like drop it and then like run back to the van yeah. and you're like where'd you put it man and so yeah just had an instance where that rolled away in van life yeah isn't that intriguing but he also <laughs> there was one day he threw up six times yeah so i don't know what happened there i think it was the heat it could be the heat that was my guess. But yeah, it took away some of some of Jet's things. I think Kona's all good. But Kona misses his friends that he made there for sure. I miss my friends that I made there, that we made there, that we mm-hmm. saw there. That we, yeah, <laughs> all those things. Moab was a great time. It was. It was really good. It was really good. And now probably won't be back for some time. Hope, probably not till next year. It's going to be too cold. Probably. What are you looking forward to this week? Um, I don't know. Dinner tonight? <laughs> We're trying something new for dinner. I'm super pumped. We're going to try and make pizza. We are going to try and make pizza. Um, a frozen pizza on a stove. So we'll uh, check back goes. and see how that goes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's what we've been doing the last <laughs> few weeks in van life. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And... As always, feel free to meet us on the road. Let us know. We'd be totally down to meet up. We would love to see some of you all. But thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace.